Welcome to another episode of Boss to Boss. Today's guests are Joseph, Brant, and Brandon. Here's Brandon, that's Joseph, this is Brent, if you're watching online on YouTube or Facebook. They're uh, Breaking Business Barriers. You can follow them, catch them best on Breaking Business Barriers podcast. It's a uh, part of Open Media, open media Source. Media source. Yeah. yeah, there we go, there we go. And um, yeah, today's a little special episode. We, uh, we got a couple of drinks in our hands. We uh, just uh, got out of Thrive, which is here in Vegas. And uh, we're going to kind of focus the theme a little bit more on the show and just kind of go along with things. Um, but overall, you know, all you here are bosses. Clearly. Clearly. We're all sitting together. And uh, But I want to know more. When did you have those moments in your lives? And whoever, like, wants to take the ball with this and run with it, when you were like, this is it. I'm not going to work for the man ever again. And I'm going to run with it. It, well, thanks. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't really look at it as a boss as an opportunity. That uh, was the uh, first, you know, the first time it really became a boss. I was, a, I think I was taking out the garbage, you know, type of deal in a, in, in a corporate job. But uh, in, in reality, after 15 years in very large corporate America, mm-hmm. I, I had a mile marker. It was called age 40. And uh, I had a goal to go back to where I was born and raised. And that was being, being in business for yourself. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's cool behind the desk for a little while, graduating college, you know, putting on a suit, all that stuff. And, and, uh, I was, I really had a longing for business for self and, and made that, made that change. And, and we started to build a company from really the ground up and, and the rest is, uh, leads us to right here at Thrive. Do you think that age had a lot to do with it? Cause like, there's nothing wrong with obviously working for somebody else. Like there, there really isn't, you know, you could be an entrepreneur investopreneur, whatever, <laughs> you know, there's many things you can still do, but it's just something about that freedom, about taking control of your life, no matter what you do. Do you think age played a role? It did. It was, for me, I set my mile markers and it could be age. It could be a certain other number or whatever it might, might be. But what I really, really longed to do was to be able to, uh, if there was going to be a failure, it was going to be because of me. If there was going to be success, it was because of the team. And in large corporate America, a lot of times it's not that way. And I had 400 and some odd people that uh, were in my world. And I couldn't tell 10%, the top 10 or 15% there in the best place possible because they weren't. And, you know, some of those folks uh, ended up helping us out at our in our new company. And, but, you know, there are some factors in there. But the, the main thing was own the failures and uh, learn from them and move on. Breaking business barriers. Yes. A little bit more about that. Yeah. <clears throat> the idea was when we were coming together, uh, creating Open Media Source, was we really wanted to get into the podcasting platform. And we learned from Travis Chappell, one of the best out there. Shout out to Travis. Shout out to Travis. Right on, and, Travis. Uh, and his podcast. So when, when we came together, we came from pretty diverse backgrounds. Um, Brent and I both had worked together and had owned companies together. And then Joseph over here. The doctor. The doc, doc. doc. literally, yeah, uh, came from uh, came not only from um, uh, the education world, Mm -hmm. but then also came from um, Uh, mental health, mental health, and so we had different perspectives. So we sat there and we're like, "What do we? What do we all center ourselves around? Which were entrepreneurs, CFOs, CEOs, um, you know, badass people that were were building businesses. But we wanted to find a way to highlight the fork in the road that they had to where they had to make a decision: Do they go this way? Do they go this way? And how it affected not only them but their, their business and their family. And so how they uh, other people could learn from them and, and their uh, trials and tribulations. So that was really the idea behind 
uh, breaking business barriers. It was a perfect fit for the three of us too because it, it addressed something that we're all pretty familiar with from our own perspectives. You know, these were decisions that involved finance and risk, and both uh, Brent and Brandon deal with risk, uh, have dealt with risk for, for a long, long time. But they also dealt with things like cognitive processes or cognitive biases or leadership traits or how people make decisions. So it was a nice mix of all the things we've been interested and in, really been good at for the last, I don't know how many years. So this is actually so key right now. How do you feel? Do you think you're, you're doing better you, than being on your own and doing a solo? That's three of you. <laughs> like this is this is something that's you know so many people talk about you know the ying the yang but here there's three of you. Yeah, no, um, I wouldn't want to, nor could I do it without these two. Um, and the reason behind that is there's so many moving parts that are going on on at once. If you're doing it by yourself, and you have yes people around you, you're gonna have tunnel vision, or you're gonna have horse blinders on, and you're gonna go down that one road, and you're not gonna have anyone sit there and challenge you and sit there and say. Okay, but to to give a different perspective, Joseph probably gives the uh, keeps Brent and I at bay as he and I are very similar in our. I traits. can tell that I just, <laughs> just just knowing you guys for a little bit, yeah. I can still tell that. And and so he kind of sits there and takes like, yeah, it could be this, it could be that, but it, it's it's unbelievably helpful because if I'm working on a separate project. Brent's like, hey man, I got this. And I'm like, hey, uh, Joseph's working on something else. I'm like, hey, what can I step in and help with? And 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 it goes around to where it's like you're not doing the heavy lifting on your own. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend every time finding people that you know, like, and trust and that you can go into business with. You're not always going to get along, but you need that kind of mentality and that kind of friendship and entrepreneurial mindset to be able to succeed. At least in, that's how we built this. Mm -hmm. So at our meetings uh, over the last couple of days, every single one of the presenters has at least one partner. Yeah. Most of them have maybe a handful, maybe even more than that in some sort of business sense. But being in business over the last 30 years, you can also be, you can also be uh, harmed by putting too much trust into somebody, maybe too early. And, you know, it's not the case with the three of us, but, you know, whomever, you know, be selective. In fact, one of the, one of the uh, presenters today talked about making sure that you have the rules of the road, contracts in place, mm -hmm. yeah. because stuff can go awry. Right. And you and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step on something. <laughs> you and I had a, yes. a, a, an emotional, uh, um, a, a passionate, a beautiful conversation two nights ago, and that was the first time you and I had met face to face. The first time you and I had had a conversation. Yeah. Shout out to Travis Chapel again. Uh, he, we met through BYN, which is Build Your Network. Yeah, that's right. And his podcast is Build Your Network. Build Your Network. <laughs> there you go. You didn't hear it the first time. Those, that was those the, it's the, the million dollar. Uh, it's all well. It's also the mastermind that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> it's all build your network. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not not to put anybody on the spot here. Like, how how did you guys develop that trust? Has anybody? Uh, how how do you keep each other in check? You know, is there somebody here that's like, mm. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on this one because yeah. I have I have a long almost twenty year relationship with him. He okay. also happens to be the godfather to my him, son, which is Brent. Yes, yeah, Brent, uh, and uh, his wife has worked uh, with me for five six years now. His okay. son has worked with me uh, for about nine to twelve months. He's in high school, and so he and I had a pre existing relationship. Joseph actually hired me uh, at 
uh, to teach college mathematics. You may want to back that up. Just why? How did that happen? And in yeah, real fast. There was, uh, yeah, you and my wife worked mm-hmm. at the same place. Yep. Uh, your sister hired my wife. Yes. Oh man. And then you grow up. You got on into the same company. Yep. And then you left to do your own thing. To start American Option. And you needed something else going on too. So I hired you to mm-hmm. do to teach math. Yep. At a college. To bri- basically bridge because he was paying himself right. double zeros. Yeah, he was starting. And then once your business got off the ground. You hired my wife as your first employee, mm-hmm. and then so then wow. full circle. Huh? Yeah, so there's. I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, but it's the, these layers of trust are like deeply folded in on each other. I mm-hmm. mean, there's just so many moments of relationship building that that there's a lot of there's a lot there. Yeah, you and I were on a walk in the last two months, and you sat there, and and I, we've all addressed it with each other though, and the the part of the trust factor is. He and I have side conversations. He and I have side yes. conversations because uh, Brent and I do, and then Joseph and I do, mm-hmm. and kind of in the middle. And what what we have to continuously work on, just like a marriage, is communication to make sure that all three parties are in constant communication, or there will be a gap right there. This kind of seems like one of those really complicated uh, family trees or something. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's what I'm getting here. Game of Thrones. You know what? It's so it's so simple though, mm-hmm. and when you have the trust. I don't, I don't worry about, you know, if I'm, if I haven't seen, I was gone for two weeks. So I was not face to face with the fellows here recently for two weeks, but never once. And did it cross my mind that, you know, I know they're talking about some of the business and some of the things that are going on. And, and of course, it'll keep me involved as much as possible. But uh, frankly, that was out of pocket, but they, uh, I didn't even cross my mind that something would wiggle out of, out of you know, out of perspective. So it was, that's trust. It's nice to have, but it's not easy to find. It isn't. But if you have to constantly be looking over your shoulder mm-hmm. and you have to do it once, you probably should recognize that and say either A, I don't trust myself or B, I don't trust the people that I'm with. Mm-hmm. And you should just, you, you got to do what you got to do what's fair to yourself and to them and just be like, hey, this is not a working relationship. And we realize how lucky we are. Yeah. And we've talked about it Absolutely. in in, um, in future um, episodes and what have you, but you know, I'm fortunate. I get to work with some of my best friends. Yeah, because I mean, this doesn't happen often. Yeah, you, know, you usually usually find someone off the street, or like you know, someone wants to invest in something because they like your idea. But this sounds like you guys got something going here. Yeah, it's like you know. Did you guys know though? Like, this is what you wanted to do. Did you, was there that moments when you guys were like, "Oh man, we're going to start this up." I think there was a vague outline. You know, I mean, with and I think each of us had maybe a different perspective on that vague outline, but it began to become more concrete uh, once we all got together face to face. It's amazing what a steak dinner can do, you <laughs> know, and maybe a little bit of wine, but you know, I mean, you know, and truth be told, it was, uh, you know, it, we built it, we built it uh, together. I think, you know, as, as a team would build or a football mm-hmm. team or, you know, I, I love sports analogies, but you know, we came together and the playbook is the same and away we go. And here's, here's one of the most positive unbelievable things that have, have come mm-hmm. from this. One of our early guests um, has, uh, has has sat there and like a couple of them have, and they're like, how are you doing this podcast? We love the idea behind the podcast. They like, they're such promoters of it. And they like the idea that there's three of us. Cause that's typically not the idea behind it. Typically it it's one on one. Yeah. It, it, it can make it difficult or not, but like it's, they're just like, how do you guys do it? We love this. 
we love the dynamic. And so, you know what? It might not be what other people always say we should be doing, but we're doing it because we love it and we know it's true and honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we, we do have a pretty clear vision, you know. Uh, when we kind of got together, we all brought our own perspective to it. Uh, and since then, it's kind of coalesced into a pretty clear vision that we've stuck by. It's funny you bring that up because that's how I got together with my business partner over a steak dinner. <laughs> that's exactly how it happened. We, we like kept in touch remotely, and then one day I took him out, and then the rest was history. Gluten-free steak dinner? Oh, no, back then, definitely not. <laughs> so can I ask you a question since, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, I haven't uh, had the opportunity to sit down with you and ask some, some questions, but... Uh, oh, we got a curveball here, boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boss you know what? Curveball. It is. <laughs> right. right. My breaking business barrier. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you're a young man compared to me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on the other side of the hill, but... Don't what? say that. Don't say that. You got plenty. No, I got plenty. plenty. No, there's more. There's plenty more. There's more hills. <laughs> yeah, there, there's right. more hills. But the, uh, did you have a fork in the road? In other words, uh, you know, you made a decision. You're going down one path because a lot of us are taught. You know, yeah. you go to high school. You achieve. Blah blah blah. You go to college. You achieve. You know. The, the, you know. Then boom. You go work for the the man. Did you have a fork in the road? Yeah. So it's something I usually share with a lot. Like coming coming here as an immigrant. I had to become one of those things, you know, work for corporate America as either like a doctor, attorney, CPA, uh, or an engineer. And that's what, that's what I did. I became an accountant. I hated my life, but, you know, I invested so much time and money, my parents' money, my, you know, all of my family was looking up to so me. So you felt you had an obligation. obligation. Oh, yeah. yeah. You had to, to repay and serve. Yeah. But I started hating because, because I started hating my life because it wasn't the life I chose. I went on a life-changing trip by myself. I finally had that moment too. Not many people go on a trip by themselves, let alone like camping and backpacking. But it's something I'd highly recommend doing. But I came back and I had a whole fresh perspective and I realized, you know, I'm not getting younger. Even though I was only 28 when I did it. Yeah, young. Super but, young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm so glad I did it now and not later and later. But that shouldn't matter, right? You can you can really do this at any uh, day and age at uh this, this time so yeah so that was your fork on the road and and you took super active i mean and- it, it was it was a little worse than that i mean I, I i became very depressed i gained a ton of weight you know lost um so loved ones like you know people that i was with and uh i got in my life i kind of secluded myself became pretty much suicidal so it was it was very bad and it wasn't until kind of like i got myself out there i you know my family kind of got me out, out of the rut and um, going on that trip changed things for me as well. Well, here we are. Yeah. You're, you're with friends, and away we go. We're talking <laughs> about Thrive, all right? So now, kind of to sum all that up, Thrive Style, like based on the theme of the show here, which here live in Las Vegas, we're in day two today. What would you tell someone that was how I was a few years ago, sitting in a cubicle, miserable, miserable? What would you tell them based on what you've learned today? And I would sit there and say you have no one to blame and point the finger at other than yourself. If you're not living your best life, you're not doing what you want to do and what you're happy with, I understand you got to make that paycheck. But start game planning for what that is. A lot of people say, quit your job now and just go do it. And the reality is that doesn't, I mean, like one in a, a thousand people that might work for. Yeah. But start game planning for what you really are passionate about. Find like-minded individuals. Get rid of the dead weight. Like, you have to look at the, the it's, it, 
the five people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. Get rid of the dead weight and surround yourself with positive people. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for people like you and Brent and Joseph and so many of the people that are downstairs that I've had the fortune of meeting. It's changed my, my perspective on life, my perspective with my family, everything. So surround yourself, find that mastermind, find that group, find that tribe that you gravitate towards. Yeah. They will lift you up and they will change you and you will change them. And then you'll realize that it is your responsibility, your obligation to go out and make a difference in what is going on out there. And that's Brent's responsibility. That's your responsibility. And that's Joseph's and sir, mine. Yes, sir. Is you just go do it. Sorry, I'm, I'm no, no, that's good. There. That's good. You got to be passionate. Was there like a specific listener that hit home with you? A specific speaker, I mean? Uh, today, today, just overall. It, well, I mean, too many, right? Yeah, too many. Really, too many. I mean, like if I looked at today, Naveen, um, from a family standpoint, uh, Brighton and um, and and Cody, and uh, they, they really are all they're they're all just like yeah. I'm 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 reaching out to each one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I eventually my anxiety point with people like this is like how can I bring value to them? I learned something um, after the the Thailand trip on a mastermind that I was in is I didn't feel that I could bring value to some of these people and these badasses. Yeah. And I realized that just have a conversation with them. That's it. It's as, it's as simple as that. For in a quick background, uh, Cody Lee was actually like the special guest of this whole thing yeah. that just came out of nowhere. He just performed on uh, on uh, America's, Got America's Got Talent. Yeah, and uh, literally just a few days ago, and here he is, you know, performing for us, and it was so touching. Like I, I don't think I've ever been so touched at an event. Like I. Did you have a tear? I, I, I actually, yeah, I teared yeah. up. Like, I'm not going to deny it. I teared up, and uh, I'm proud to say it. Yes, yeah, it was fantastic. And I asked you that question specifically because what we listened to today, mm-hmm. as well as yesterday, are people speaking from the heart. And a lot of those folks talked about their bottom, in, in other words, to reach the top. And you talked about, you know, your crossroads, and, and which just gels. I think a lot of us are here for the same reasons you know, to be able to uh, pull and take and, and, uh, and give, give and take. So, uh, but Cody Lee, how good was he? Stevie that's, Wonder that's in the mix. That's something else. For, and more about him. He is both blind, um, legally blind. You can see 10% in uh, one of his eyes, like only like through a little hole, I guess. And, uh, and he has autism. One of 25 people in the world that is diagnosed with both. And he's a savant. What did you take away from that? I mean, so here, it, it sounded like, I mean, it, go go watch the episode. It's all over social yeah, media. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, yep. Cody with a K. Okay, yep. And, but his mom, his mom and his family giving him support with his talent. Here's the thing. I, I don't know how to articulate this, and I hope you don't mind. No, go for it. <laughs> Excuse me. When he sings, I believe... I believe he wouldn't be who he was without what he was born with. But when he sings, if he had what we considered normal, Mm -hmm. and I know I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah, no, we get you. We get you. I think that would have been his true voice. Like, he would have had that, you know, that that rich, deep, and then that, ha, 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 ha. And I I, I think his neurons or whatever it is, and I'm not a scientist by any means, Mm -hmm. they trigger, and it's like, hey, if you hadn't have been blind, and had autism, this would have been 
the voice that you would have had. And then it goes back and something, it's like the, the train tracks mm -hmm. click this way. But then when he sings, it's like all of a sudden. Yeah. I, and this is like from a movie. Yeah. Like, I felt like yeah. I was part of a movie. He, he, this is one of those miracle things the, he, that like. Seriously. Yeah, right? Like it. when you hear an English or an Australian singer, they sound like they don't have an accent all of a sudden. Mm -hmm, and, and, mm -hmm. and and for, for, for Cody Lee, it's like all of a sudden the train tracks shift this way. And it's like the neurons go this. And it's just like he doesn't have autism and he's not blind. He is like, he's on the world stage. Like, I, I, I'm going to, Cody Lee is going to sing with Andrea Bocelli, and I, I'm just envisioning this. Like, some oh, of the okay. most unbelievable people in the world. Like, he I is, see it. he I is, it. we were fortunate to get to see him. This was, yeah, this was like a life-changing moment. Like, yeah, it wasn't yes. amazing. I mean, and what a showman. And that young man has obstacles that none of the four of us could overcome. But he had that enthusiasm of a showman. And uh, it was truly spectacular. And I'm not sure there was a dry eye in the house. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of looked around, like, sh you know, shamingly, I looked around just to see if I was the only one. And it definitely wasn't. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, was, uh, it was a beautiful moment. And I, I almost wished I embraced it more. Like, you know, it came in at once. But it's like with everything, right? You just got to be in the moment. Hey, sometimes it happens, right? Yeah. And any, any other thoughts, Joseph? No, look, I, I, this is my first time at this event. It was, a, it was a beautiful event. I think the recurring theme to me, uh, or my big takeaway, is that you got to take a swing. You know, and, and every speaker at some point said something to that effect. They explained why, you know, chemically or psychologically you wouldn't take a swing or why people are afraid to take a swing. But to me, that's, that's part of the American dream is that you, you, this is a place where you can come. And you can step up to bat. You can take a swing at the ball, you know. And, and so many people don't. So many people stay in the dugout or stay on the couch or whatnot. And that's the big, the big takeaway for me is you got to take a swing. Everybody that's breaking business barriers, check out their podcast. It is hot. It is uh, new and no, no, no worthy. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the news and no That's the yeah. That's the immigrant in me. <laughs> I uh, I always like I always do that at least once an episode and. Uh, it's usually good. At least this time I didn't spill anything. Sometimes I spill stuff. <laughs> I think it's pretty bad. But uh, no, it's been a pleasure having you guys on, you know, doing it here live in Vegas while at Thrive. Um, the mic is yours if you guys want to close it with anything else. Otherwise, Boss to Boss Podcast. Thanks for having you guys on. Nuck's in. Nuck's in. Live at Thrive. Boss to Boss, baby. Subscribe to Thrive. All right. We'll be talking again soon. Peace. Peace. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now.